It's fall, bitches. <laughs> Technically, it is fall, yeah. Well, when this comes out, this won't be true, but when we're recording this, the first day of fall is yesterday. Yeah. We finally made it to fall, which is very exciting. Yeah. I love fall. Fall's great. I feel like I thrive a lot in fall. Halloween, my birthday's in fall. Cider mills. Sports. Cider mills. Tailgating, if you're in college. Tailgating. Yeah. Baking, um, apple-related baking goods. I made fall blankets yesterday Ooh, for the cats. The colors, fall color change, at least here, yeah. we get a good solid, like, maples, those trees changing leaves colors. Very yeah, pretty. I had a fall day yesterday. Mm-hmm. Went shopping, went and got a fall drink. Did you get a pumpkin spice latte? No, it was this local coffee shop mm-hmm. where I was at, and they had a drink just called Fall Harvest, oh, and it okay. had, like cinnamon nutmeggy okay. flavors to it. It's like a chai then? Yeah, not, but it was like an actual coffee. I don't know. It was interesting. It was not chai where it's like tea-based. Was it a dirty chai? No. Okay. I don't know what it was. Okay. And then, you know, did some shopping. Went to a cider mill and had a blueberry apple hard cider. Mm, that sounds pretty good. Um, They also had like a lavender one that oh. I was thinking about trying, but... Yeah, so had a little fall drink, made some food, had some more fall drinks, mm. had a... Have you ever had Sam Adams Jacko? Sam Adams Jacko. I've had their uh, Oktoberfest beer. Okay, it's different. It's different, it's, okay. It's called Jacko. It's very, very good. Okay, but it's is it like a, for good for you or good for, <laughs> for good for everyone? It's like good in a way I don't normally like drinks. It's okay. not like sweet. Okay. It's not... It's just interesting flavors. Flavorful? Okay, I could get behind yeah. that. Yeah. I watched a movie yeah. that has good old Debbie Reynolds and rhymes with... Schmalloween Mound. Schmalloween Mound. <laughs> Figure it out. <laughs> See, I think that's fa- I think that's acceptable. Yes. Anyways, so yeah, it's just in the weather starting to get comfortable where you can be outside and not be dying. Although last week uh, it was yeah. 80 degrees when was. I was outside and I was like I but was not prepared for this little batch yeah, of, last it's batch starting of to get starting to get cooler and starting to become my favorite time of the year. Yeah. And you know. I, I'm on board. I, Hannah, recently tried a someone recommended I try this drink because I'm a fan of a dirty chai. That's why I was asking you if it was like a dirty yes. chai. If you don't know a chai latte with a shot of espresso because i'm a basic bitch i add oat milk to, to my lattes because i i have a slight dairy allergy that has developed as i have gotten older which is super fun but i tried it with a uh, matcha foam on top Ooh. now the drink itself was fine i probably wouldn't get it again because i got it from starbucks and how expensive do you think this drink was hannah what size? What's the, me- the what's tall? the meat? What's the medium? Grande. grande. I got a grande. Probably what seven fifty. Eight over eight dollars. Yeah. Which I'm like, I can't spend that. An eight is is pushing my boundaries. You know, I only have so much funds to supply my coffee addiction. You yes. know, can only go up from here, right? I mean, winter's coming, uh, yeah. which leads, to, for at least for me, the good old sad, the big sad, Hannah. Feel my vitamin D, so I can fight the sad. Right, the, the big sad, the big endless, sad. the endless darkness. I'm on board for the fall. I'm excited. Should be nice. Should be oh, good. Okay. Yeah, the cats are excited. I can. Oh, they, they're wrangling. They're, they're out of control. They're wrestling. Okay. 
Let's, boys, let's go to the other room. You know what? I I was at a store yesterday, and I was looking, because dogs always get Halloween costumes, but there were no cat Halloween costumes. I was looking. I was like, where are the- It's kind of offensive. Yeah. I was like, where are the hat Halloween costumes? I've Googled Googled Halloween costumes for cats, and a lot of them just come up as small dog costumes. Yeah. Um, I think because I assume cats aren't going to wear costumes. Cash would 100% wear costumes. I saw this, um, it was a cat dressed up as a crocheted Buzz Lightyear. That I thought oh was God. was great. Would I do that for you? If I really put my mind to it, I could probably get the headpiece done and nothing yeah. else. Um, Pretty cute though, a little hat. I can crochet. I just, so my problem is I like hobbies that I'll do and I like for a while. And then one day I'll just be like, I don't want to do this anymore. So yeah. I have this whole like bin of crochet things. I've got hooks. I've got knitting needles. I've knit, I crocheted. And I haven't, I didn't touch it once this year because I just was like, nah, I don't feel like it. So now I'm like, what's it going to take to get me back into it? Sorry. <laughs> yeah, nothing wrong with that. I can make you chalk art. Uh, that's my, one of my current Maybe you pastimes. could do a chalk art of the cats. I could try. Yay fall. Woo. You know what it's not, Hannah? Summer. 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 We've done this before. We. I think we did this last. Did we do this last year? Or the year before. I don't know. Anyway, welcome. This is Research Ranker Pete. I'm your co-host, Alyssa. This is co-host Hannah. And we are on year three. We are. Of Songs of the Summer. Songs of the Summer 2023. Now, if you remember, last year we... Maybe put this out in November of 2022. But this year, I can confirm, I don't know when this is going to come out exactly, but we are recording in the month of September. Year three. And what a mistake (laughs) it was to follow the same guidelines we did last year and the year before. Uh, Because this year, we ended up with 93 songs. Yeah, and it was very hard to come up with a list of five. 93 can we just say, though, 93 thongs and not a single DJ Khaled? Not a single DJ Khaled. The first time in three years. Are we the best. We the best music. Another one. We didn't have another one. We didn't have another one. There was Drake, though. Drake snuck back in there. Yeah. Drake will never leave. He sneaks his little raccoon his paws little, into everything. His little paws. His he, little degrassy fingers yeah. in there and cleans in. He gets in there. I know there might be a little bit of background or something, but do you have any general thoughts about this year's list? Was that Carl or Cash that had input they wanted to discuss? I heard somebody. Carl Carl said, I'm so glad there was no DJ, and I said same. General thoughts, though. This is perhaps one of the weirdest years for pop music. And I'm not just talking, like, since we've been doing this. I'm talking in general. Yeah. And another thing I have to note is that Hannah... I'm not a huge fan of country music. Mm-hmm. I'll listen. I had to do a lot of digging into the country genre for, for a variety yeah. of reasons. We'll get into yeah. some of that. But my big takeaway is that country music was was the winner this year. They came out on top. Figuratively and literally on top. 
Yeah, there is a lot of country this year. There was also yeah. a lot of a couple artists who just had like a whole album basically on the list. I will talk about that. We had a couple artists, a new album drops, their song on those albums chart for one week, and then like every song except for maybe two leave the, the yeah. list. There was a couple repeat songs from previous years. There was Miguel. I was like, Miguel's on this? So TikTok, Hannah. I did background because yeah. I was confused. We got a lot yeah. of, a surprisingly large number of songs that were either remixes of past songs yeah. or just past songs that were coming back. And then you had like Taylor Swift with her, her <laughs> yes. re-release of her we... music. So you had songs that were previously, yes. you know, big. And then there's like a record, re-recorded version. So technically a new version, but yeah. old songs. We'll, um, we'll get to that. I have some background. Yeah, that. I think overall, though, I had a very hard time picking a top five. I did too. Was, I narrowed it down to a list of probably like 25 songs. And then it was very hard to get down to five. There are currently 10 songs on my list that I still just left in there. Because I it was hard. Mm-hmm. It was really, really hard. It was really hard. On the flip side, were songs super easy. It was, but it was nice because it was easy where, like, there weren't a lot that I felt were horrible songs, yes. but there was, like, a couple that right away I was like, oh, I hate this. Yeah, but if you uh, have background, we can sure. get that. We've gone over kind of, like, what Billboard Songs of the Summer Hot 100 charts are, but I'll just kind of do, like, a little refresher in case you haven't heard our previous episodes. So, essentially, uh, what the Billboard Songs of the Summer is, is that it's a um, cumulative list of the top streaming airplay and sales of songs that goes from this year it was between june 10th and september 9th but it can vary depending on like how the the weeks line up but generally it's it's through the months of summer usually it's 14 weeks that's what it was this time and because of the way that works we end up also adding hot 100 the first year we did this essentially the songs of the summer list was dormant for 14 weeks we had i think five new entries the entire time so that's like what close to 30 songs which is a little low like we'd like to have more than 30 to supplement we went to the hot 100 list and we added um every week the one through 30 um and that's how we ended up with 93 songs and it's because it's a cumulative of the sales airplay and streams what happens is when a big artist released a new album Everybody wants it as soon as it drops, which means that every song is going to be charting. People are buying the full album. That means every song is going to chart. It's been going, I think, since the 50s or 60s, if I'm remembering correctly. Yeah, I can't remember exactly what Um, it was. So, first thing I want to talk about is the TikTok influence. Mm -hmm. We had several songs this year that were influenced by TikTok. Um, The Weeknd had a few songs. Die For You recharted, and that was a song off of Starboy in 2016. Miguel. There's like a sped mm-hmm. up version of a Miguel song. There's like Cupid. I mean, I, I definitely noticed like every year we notice this where a lot of the times I hear these songs because of TikTok. I've like never heard the song until TikTok came around. I guess it makes sense because people will hear the songs and then they go look them up. Right. It's interesting because I wonder in like previous like top 100 or like the songs of the summer, or like the billboard charts when they didn't have like social media influence like a lot of those songs were just songs that were like probably getting a lot of airplay on the radio Mm -hmm. um so i wonder how much of an impact just like a song going viral on tiktok has because it's not necessarily getting airplay on the radio it's just getting viral streams yeah we've talked about the impact of streaming on this list Mm -hmm. as well but i think tiktok social media in influence with streaming like collectively remember in the old days hannah when if you wanted to hear 
an iTunes song, you could preview like what ten seconds of it. Yeah, it was like a ten yeah. second clip. You could which pre- is crazy. Yeah, you could preview the song for ten seconds, or you had to go to YouTube and find like a bootleg, right. <laughs> like a bootleg was, version on YouTube. And it was like someone made yeah. the lyric video, and it would right. didn't match up with the words, or it was so and... grainy, or you found the real yeah. music video. That yeah, it's tons. just interesting how Billboard charts and. Even not even just songs of the summer, but Billboard charts in general, how they're changing with the influence of social media right. and with running up that hill came back mm-hmm. because of Stranger Things. Right. So like how songs come back because of TV shows and, yep. and all of that. So it's just interesting to note that there is an impact from social media that doesn't relate or correlate to like radio play and, and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, I'm going to go now. I want to talk about artists who had their albums charting. At least, I counted an album charting as at least three songs to consider okay. like they had an album chart. The first person, the artist that had the largest number of songs on this playlist was Taylor Swift, which I don't think is surprising given the fact that well, she's currently on tour. Yeah. Um, she had two different albums. No, she had too. three albums. Oh, Songs three, from right. three albums on this I forgot Cruel Summer was on there. Yeah, the first one we'll talk about is Cruel Summer, which is a song off of her um, album Lover that I think came out in 2017. It did not chart when it came out. Like, it was not a song of the summer. It it wasn't, Mm -hmm. like, a single that charted. Like, honestly, I'd never heard about this song before the summer. I didn't really listen to Lover, the album. I never really got into that album. Okay, so that's fair, because I I listen to the album a lot. So So that album was not really on my radar. So this song was new for me. I would say I'm in a a middle ground of a Taylor Swift fan. I'm not at your level, and I'm not at some Mm -hmm. other people I know's level of Taylor Swift fan dumb. The Swifty, the level of a Swifty. I'm interested. I like her stuff, Mm -hmm. but I'm not like, I'm not at that level, you know? I'm not there. Okay. You're not like listening to every album full through when it comes out. No. Okay. We'll talk about that maybe in the future. Okay. Yes. A little sneak peek. We, we're going to be, we're finally going to tackle the, the behemoth that is Taylor Swift uh, somewhat yeah. soon. Get ready to fight us. Get ready to fight us. <laughs> uh, we're going to hear it. We're gonna, They're going to come for us, you know? Yeah, we're going to get, <laughs> we're going to get called out by the Swifties. But anyway, she also had Midnight's, which came out in October, but they did like mm-hmm. a, a special edition that had some yeah, new It was like ver- a dark dark the till dawn edition. till dawn edition okay thank you yes uh, so that came out and then in the middle of the summer she did a taylor's version of speak now sparks fly <laughs> wait, dear john me <laughs> dear wait, john no, wait no it's not dear john it's speak now, speak it's now. Speak okay now. i was right the first time thank you yeah you were like throwing me off i'm sorry i was, like, I was like shit what is it called i'm gonna yes, embarrass speak myself now. speak now yes anyway so that came out and of course that basically we had uh, seven songs from that album charted for one week, and then they all left, uh, yes. which is unsurprising. So Taylor Swift led the pack 13 songs. Non-surprising. Yeah. Uh, the next artist we had was Travis Scott, who had yeah. a full album release, all 12 songs. I don't know if there's more than 12 songs, but 12 of the songs on his new album mm-hmm. that just came out. Uh, and this one dropped pretty late. Like, this was, like, I think uh, an August release. Yeah. Um, so 12 songs from Travis Scott. Then we had uh, Zach Brown had a new album come out, like, I think it was the last week of this, uh, for- week 14 or week 13. So Zach Brown released an album. Zach, no, Zach Bryan. Zach, oh, shit. Zach Bryan. It's not Zach. Zach Brown and Zach Brown band. It's Zach Brown. <laughs> I'm sorry. There's some, there's Luke Bryan, Zach Brown's. And yeah, no, his, his name is. Why does every country singer have the same name, Hannah? <laughs> they all do. I wrote Zach Because they're all, they're all white people I know, themselves. I'm sorry. Okay. Zach I wrote Brian. Zach Bryan. I'm yeah, sorry. Excuse me. Excuse me for, again, it's my, my non, non-knowledge of country music. Uh, okay. Zach Bryan released a new album. Uh, so nine songs charted. 
And one previous single, um, Something in the Orange, had charted okay. early, yeah. like, was on the list at the beginning of the summer. So I think that was maybe a single from the, the album. It must, it probably yeah. was a single that got released. So yeah. that one was I'm already out. Sure. So in total, 10 songs. Then we have Morgan Wallen, which is had six songs off a new album and he had the number one song of the summer for all 14 weeks of this list the song being last night which wasn't that i thought one of his songs was from last year i think so but i don't think it's that one um, no it was the you proof you remember proof. i said he's yes. comparing i think that was on this list again i think so you proof was on the 2022 yeah. songs are you aware of the controversy surrounding Morgan Wallen? That he's racist? Well, yes. There's a lot of controversy surrounding Morgan Wallen. I, I had to do a deep dive because I was like, I don't know who Morgan yeah. Wallen is. And he's, and he's newer. He's a newer artist in the country yeah, music he's, scene. In the past, like, two, three years. Yeah. You know? So he was a rising star. Then he a, re- a video came out of him using the N-word uh, yes, drunkenly, correct. which people were offended and upset about that. And then he went on a sort of apology tour with this album, kind of. And then, of course, it was number one for 14 weeks. So, yeah. um, unfortunately, and I don't want to say all, because it's not all, but a weird trend with country music was songs... It's like songs trying to cause outrage. It felt like was on theme this year. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say that his music was like... No, not his specifically, but... I know what you're talking... I know what you're referring to. But he's a controversial figure in the industry currently. To some people. Some people, probably not. Some people, yes, Yes. but... I mean, considering he sold out like his whole tour, I would say most people don't find him that controversial, but that's, you know... Or people have gotten over that. Or they've yeah. forgiven him or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so the other artist with uh, an album charting was Little Uzi Vert, who had three uh, songs charting kind of early on in the summer. So I have our top four songs of the summer. I just got our top four. Last night stayed number one for 14 weeks. So this is the first time a country song... Started at number one on the Hot 100 and Hot Country lists and ended up being number one. The closest an artist has come, Hannah, and I want you to try to guess, because you do know the artist and you do know the song. I'll give you the year. So the year is 1998. It's country? It's country. So. <sighs> I can get- I really want to say Survivor by Reba, <laughs> but I don't think it is. It's not that. It's not Reba. You have the right- gender shania mm. is it um d- the don't impress me much no not that one. Oh my god i can't think of any of not, not we made it <laughs> yeah uh, it's called you're still the one you're still the yeah, one you're still the one <laughs> there we go yeah got there. so that one almost uh almost did it and another uh favorite hannah in 1974 a song by a uh country artist that you're also familiar with was in the top 10 in the hot 100 and country and then finished number one on the billboard like songs of the summer so didn't start at number one but was in the top 10 and that artist is uh country roads take me home john denver john denver with annie's song in 1974 oh i love annie's song so that was the last time Mm -hmm. that the an artist did a similar thing as well in the country genre specifically 
So number two, ending in number two, I should say, is um, Fast Car, which is a cover of Tracy Chapman's Tracy Chapman. Fast Car done by Luke Bryan. Bryan. Uh, Luke Combs. No, Luke, Luke Combs. Combs. Oh, God damn. It's kind of rude. <laughs> I wrote it down somewhere. I was like, I wrote yes, it Luke down. Combs. Luke Combs. I did write it down. Something that I think is interesting. <laughs> so sorry. Funny. I can't they, do it. I really never noticed all their names with this. No, same it's the, they're all Luke Bryan. Zach. Zach. It's all just generic white men. I'm so sorry. Uh, yeah. Well, we have Darius Rucker, right? Yeah. That's it. Darius Rucker. Uh, Kane Brown. Okay. Well, again, I don't um, know a lot of country. In the men. Yeah, at least in, uh, the men, uh, in the men. There's a couple. Okay. There's a yeah. couple guys. Something that I think is interesting. And I also watched a video about this because I was very curious about it. Fast Car never charted above the, I think, the fourth or fifth spot of the Hot 100, whereas this song, number two. So it charted higher than the original. Also, Luke Holmes said that his label did not want him to release this. They told him to take it off his album, but he loves the song and release it as is. And he, you know, didn't change any of, like, the the genders, the pronouns, anything Mm -hmm. like that. He basically sang it as it was done. And so you could make the argument that it feels bad that a white man is taking away the accomplishments of a black woman. Although I don't think necessarily that's the way it should be interpreted. Um, because think, there have been so many covers of Fast Car. I mean, you think about like, yeah. you even just think about like Dolly Parton yeah. and Whitney Houston, uh, yeah. I Always Love You. Like, I think a lot of times it's just like an appreciation. Yes. For I, I and would obviously agree. they have to get like yeah. permission usually That's, to. Fast Car is like one of the most covered songs ever. Um, mm-hmm. And it's hard to do it well. So I think it's, you know, I, it was kind of surprising when I was like looking at the list and I was like, I was like, fast car. Like, I'm like, but Tracy Chapman's fast car? But a country Yeah, version. I knew. I yeah. had heard that he was doing a cover. Okay. So when I saw it on the list, I knew it was going to be the cover. And I was like, I'm very. Um, I was saying, I know you love I was saying, I know you love that song. Yeah. Yeah, I love the original and I love Tracy Chapman's voice. Mm-hmm. And I remember really we were driving, driving in your car. Driving in your car. But yeah, and I like the whole story behind Tracy yeah. Chapman and like how she got discovered and all this. Yeah. Um, I don't have a problem with the cover. No, yeah. I don't either. I mean, I. I if anything, it's nice to see songs get because that song's older, so it's nice to see right. songs kind of come back and like maybe people look into his version and see the original version, right. and so maybe that leads to more streams for the original version. Yes. So it's not necessarily a bad thing. I think yes. a lot of times it's out of respect. Yeah, fast chart charted at number two for <laughs> eight weeks. What <laughs> you just said? Fast chart charted. <laughs> okay. Fast car. Charted at number two for eight weeks and originally was held by a song we'll talk about in the fourth spot that dropped to fourth. But uh, number three is Calm Down with um, Selena Gomez featured by, uh, I should have written down the artist's name. Well, it's Seema featuring Selena Gomez. I was going to say she's the feature on it. Oh, yes. Rima. 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 Seema. Sorry, I've been watching Sex in the City reboot and there's yeah. a character named Seema. No, it's okay. Rima. Uh, Rima featuring Selena Gomez. Yes. Um, that charted at number three, but I believe it was at three, four, 14 weeks, at least it seems like. Sometimes it's hard with those charts. And then number four, which originally started at number two, was Flowers by Miley Cyrus. And that stayed at number two for six weeks. And then once uh, Fast Car took over, it dropped to number four for the remaining eight weeks. Going back to the country domination, it's a weird, it's been a weird year for pop in general. No hip hop albums charted at number one in 2023 uh, in general, I think of the whole year. It could just be summer. That's what I wrote down about a month ago. And... It's the first time a country song has landed the number one and number two spot in the Hot 100 in 
42 years. Oh, wow. So this has not happened between uh, U-Proof, or not U-Proof, Last Night and Fast Car being one and two. It hasn't happened yeah. in 42 years. So yeah. it's really like unusual change in the pop music sphere this year specifically you know and it was also interesting that a lot of artists who generally do chart weren't necessarily charting this year like post malone and ed sheeran barely charted this year right uh, like barely yeah, post malone, charted. I think, had two well one it was like uh, fe- a feature. he was featured on another artist yeah. and then he had his own chemical right but, yeah. um so it was kind of a weird year like it was really dominated by specific artists a lot of newer artists mm-hmm. and nicely uh, a good variety of international artists as well yeah which i always like yeah. because i feel like sometimes this is how i find out about songs right uh especially international songs mm-hmm. just because i don't listen to radio so i don't yeah. hear a lot of like the Top songs and um, and I like when new artists get on there too. I think it's yeah. cool to see new artists and get get variety and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah. The first song, first international artist to be on uh, the Hot 100. It wasn't in the songs this summer, but the Hot 100 to chart at number one was Jungkook and Lotto at number uh, with the song seven. And Jungkook, mm-hmm. I believe, is not from BTS. K-pop I thought he band. was from. Is BTS. he from BTS? He is member and vocalist of BTS. BTS. Yes, okay. he's from BTS. What's that other K-pop group that's big? That's you well, Blackpink is the the female led one. Seventeen. Yeah, seventeen. Talking... So I think seventeen is the other. Yeah, one. seventeen. Okay. Yeah, I'm aware of a few specific ones. But I don't really listen yes. to a ton of K-pop. But anyway, they were the Jungkook was the first international artist to chart uh, during summer in the Hot 100, um, which I think is notable. And I think that's it. I think that's really all the, the background specifically I have. Yeah, that's all I got. Cool. All right, I, we always usually start with worst, which I think we, we do. stick with that. We do. Do you have any? Do you have any honorable mentions for your worst? I have one. So I had one because I keep hearing it on Instagram. What is yours? My honorable mention okay. for worst songs of the summer is um, "All My Life" by Little Dark featuring Jake Cole, specifically. It features a children's chorus, and I know how I you know how I feel. I knew you were gonna hate. You know that. how I feel about a ch- children's chorus. The song yes. itself, otherwise, is a perfectly fine song. It's just my own bias against children singing, and I heard it, and I went ah. So that's why that okay. one is an honorable mention. So it almost made the list, but it wasn't as bad as some of the other ones. My honorable uh, worst was the song called uh, "Next Thing You Know" mm-hmm. by. Jordan Davis. Yes, interesting um, choice there. Yeah, mm. because I originally put it on because I every time I scroll through Instagram, that song comes up and these people like put their whole life story on Instagram with the song and I just got annoyed of it and then when I heard it, I was on the list, I said, "Oh, this has to go on the worst list at least as a consideration." And then I was like listening to it and I'm like, "It's not a horrible song. It's just like it's just very like repetitive. It's like next thing you know and then it's like just keeps yeah. going and I don't know, but I I didn't think it was bad enough. I had songs that I didn't not like as much. Um, so yeah, it was like number six. Hmm. Okay, well maybe we'll hear about that again. Yeah, <laughs> well, in a little bit. Okay, so now that we have our honorable mentions out of the way, um, I can start. Sure. With my number five worst song of the summer. Okay. Love to hear it. This song is "Suicide Doors" by Lil Uzi Vert. It almost made my list. It was, I just, it was like, right on the cusp. 
it just is like it's just too much. It's, there's too much. It, it is a there's lot. Too many noises. There's just a lot happening, it and is I a just lot. wasn't. I just wasn't into it. Um, I totally understand. It just was a lot. That, that's all. That's probably my number seven. It was. It was almost on the list. It is. I think it is just a lot. I would agree. It's just yeah. There's a lot of weird noises and yeah. Uh, yeah. Too aggressive. <laughs> too aggressive. You know what? Very fair. All right. Yeah. Uh, for my number five. Song is Thinking About Me by Morgan Wallen. This song's just been done so many times. Like, you're gonna make the the guy you're with hate his life because you're such a bitch. But you're thinking about me while you're drinking with him. Again, I'm not a big country music fan. I I guess I get the appeal of Morgan Wallen, but I don't really find his music that interesting. Yeah, in my it's personal opinion. Generic. It's it's fine, but it I like I I'm not really into him as an artist. Um Yeah. Genuinely, I think it's really surprising. Luke Bryan. Honestly, I didn't hate any of his songs. They were fine, you know? I didn't hate him. I was like, you know what? This is fine. For me. You mean Zach Zach Bryan? <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, Hannah. <laughs> This is the worst day of my life. You said it so confidently. I looked down and I I, I, I have written here's okay, here's what I've written down. It says Zach Brown crossed off Brian. Zach Brian. Zach Brian. Sorry, Zach yeah. Brian's got a pretty interesting voice and yeah. he kind of reminds me a little bit of like the Lumineers. Like he's yeah. more like folky. It, so I don't hate all country music. I just like to point that yes. out. But this one just it's just boring. I've heard the song done way better than this, like before he cheats, I feel like is a much better version of this song. You know, yes. there's there are artists who do it a lot better that are a lot more interesting, a lot more fun. So I just yep. just like it's boring. It doesn't do anything. Uh, number four is a song called "Religiously" by Bailey Zimmerman. I don't know. It's just it's too. Mm. It was also a must on my list too. It was a consideration. It's just too like gross <laughs> clingy and like i don't know i just like religiously like it's just too much and i honestly don't like his voice it's very nasally and too yeah. country nasal yeah um yeah so i just i wasn't a fan that's fair number four i have uh richmond north of richmond i also watched a video about this song as well this artist has not signed has never released an album and somehow became the number charted at number one on the Hot 100, mm-hmm. which genuinely has not happened, with the exception of Olivia Rodrigo in more recent time. But even then, she had the backing of Disney, so like right. that makes sense. I just don't like the song, and not in the sense because I know it has become a big uh, like right wing Fox News song that people love. You know, it's it's like you can make the argument it's anti-government, it's like anti-welfare mm-hmm. uh, in part of the lyrics. And the artist has said that it like, was not intended to be political. All that aside, I just don't like the song. I just, yeah. it's just not really like, it's just really slow and there's not really a lot to like, I just feel like it's not very organized. Like there's a lot mm-hmm. going on in the song that he's talking about. And like, sure, you could make the argument that if you wanted to look at it in, like, a political sense or, like, the arguments he's making could be valid, but it's just there's a lot going on in the song, and I just don't think I enjoy it as as a song. Like, as a statement song, it just it doesn't, mm-hmm. like, work for me. I think he has an interesting voice. Yeah. I think he's interesting 
Because I remember the Republicans were trying to, like, make it their song. Yeah. And he's like, no, mm-hmm. I'm not. It's not right. for you. Right. Like, he's he's basically saying that he's not going either way. He's just more of the, yeah. you know, straight, whatever. Yeah. Line. Yeah, it is kind of a weird song. I kind of took it as him not having, like, a label and him mm-hmm. not having, like, a probably like a producer to be right. like, hey, maybe try this well uh um i didn't like hate it i mean it didn't make my list but yeah. it, it's uh you know it's not the best yeah it's not my thing i would turn on and listen to yeah. all the time it just didn't didn't uh, do yeah. anything for me a lot of the times oh well, i guess with a lot of these songs it's like when they're so boring that i'm like i just i don't yeah. need to listen to this then that well and it's also yeah. like i can't that's a song i can't relate to at all yeah. i just can't so that's fair okay Okay, number three is Thinking About Me, which is by Morgan Wall, and Alyssa had this song on her list. Um, I just, I don't really think he's that, nothing's really special about his voice, and his music's pretty generic bro country. Um, I just don't like it, and Alyssa said it's been done uh, a million times, and he did nothing different to make it special. Um, So you don't get uh, any props for that. No. And you make the list. All right. Number three. Hannah, next thing you know, I'm going <laughs> to lose my mind. You talked about this earlier on your honorable mentions. Next thing you know by Jordan Davis. Like It's just, again, I've heard this song so many times. Again, All-American Girl, Carrie Underwood. Carrie Underwood's outshining these men all day, all night. Right. Thomas Rhett had a yeah. song like that, that it was like, your life. No. Life changes. There life changes. are so many versions of this song that exist. And this one is, it's... The repetitiveness is so repetitive. The next thing you know, Ugh. like pick a better line, like WAP. Right, it's harder. <laughs> you yeah. know, I can you know, or at wa- least yeah. change it a little bit. Yeah, like, or yeah, or yeah. like change it up, or like you know, as the story progresses, change like the you know the cadence of it or something. It just is. It's very repetitive. It's not very interesting. I know what kind of song it is. Again, it's done better. So I just am like, why do I need to listen to this version? Yeah. So, uh, yeah. yeah, that's why it's on the list. Yes. Fiend. Fiend. By Travis Scott featuring Playboy Cardi. You know what's funny, Hannah? That almost made my top list. I can't stand it the was, part where it goes, Fiend. Fiend. It was in consideration. Fiend. Because here's the thing, Hannah. I know you're, like, in terms of hip-hop, you're not a huge fan of hip-hop and, like, rap. When I played this song in my car yesterday and I was driving and I was vibing and I'm like, I, this this hits for me. Okay. Understand. It also didn't make I'll my say, list, but it almost did. I'll say like the rap part was good, mm-hmm. but like the fiend, that that was driving me that's, insane. That's fair. That's fair. I was sitting there at work trying to like do something. Mm-hmm. I was like, I can't. This is too much. It's probably also the vibe, right? Like so I had to go drive and like play some of these songs because yeah. the, the summer drive vibe is very important for my songs. No, I did. I, yeah. A lot of these I listened to in the car, but this yeah. song just was like driving me insane. That's fair. Number two, I have I'm Good uh, by David Guetta featuring Baby Rexa. Nobody, and I mean nobody, should be sampling I'm Blue Dabba dee, dabba die. Dabba dee, dabba die. Dabba dee, dabba die. Excuse you. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is such a meme. Like to me, that is like the meme song before meme songs existed of my generation. Yeah. That song, when I was like, when we were like five, six, constantly on the radio, constantly playing. I have a blue house with a blue window. 
it's like uh, Marty Wolf from Big Fat Liar, essentially, the song. Yeah. And one, I don't know why someone do- – again, we're, we're doing Y2K stuff. Like, we're it's Y2K's yeah. in fashion um, and, like, in in terms of the scope of, of, like, pop culture. So I understand sampling something from that time frame. However, not not that song. And then it's also not a good it's also not a good song either. Like nothing against Baby Rexa. I you know, we saw her in concert. She's a fine artist, but I heard it and I went, Mmm. Yeah, I didn't love it. Ooh. So I just I really did not like it. Uh, you could do better. Could do you better. know who's doing the halftime show? Usher. Yeah. Which is wild. Are we in 2000? <laughs> well, I was like, sometimes they bring back older artists and it makes sense, right? Like, um, why am I blanking on any artists who have come back to do, who aren't necessarily relevant? Like, like Coldplay, you know, were somewhat relevant. Or like Dr. Dre doing it with a bunch of people. Right. Usher is not someone that I think of like, hey, you know who we really want to hear from right now is Usher. For a halftime show. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Has he released? Maybe he'll bring out other artists. I ones. hope because they're gonna. Yeah, it's gonna be this this staple, you know. Yeah. Yeah, and he might do like uh, he's got a like Pitbull might be there. <laughs> Maybe Justin Bieber. Maybe Justin Bieber. You know. Okay. Yeah. Let's move on to number one. Number one. Um. Hopefully, it's the same one, so we only have to hear it one time. The number one is "Try That in a Small Town" by Jason Aldean. Yeah, same for um, me. I'm assuming it's your number one. Yeah. Um, this song came out and it was like, oh, this is not great. This is very problematic. And then Jason Aldean's like, no, I didn't mean anything about it. It's just about this is what it's like when you live in a small town. And I was like, this is like not. Well, one, Jason Aldean is not from a small town. He did not grow up in a small town. He does not live in a small town. So there's that. He's like trying to act like he's like, he has a lot of money and he, I don't know about his lifestyle. He probably lives in like a big house. He's trying to act like he'd know. I don't know. That's, um, that's part There's of it. that. The second part is the music video for his song was filmed yeah. in a location that is a, a somewhere where someone was lynched, which for some could seem is deliberate. Um, yeah. It's also just not a good song. It like, sucks. Like, regardless of whether or not it's making a political or just a statement in general, a cultural it just a, sucks. a statement, it clearly is a statement song. It's just not a good song. No. Uh, lyrically, it's not a good song. It doesn't, like, flow well. Mm-mm. It's just all all bad. <laughs> Everything bad. It's like the Am I the Only One from last, I think that was last year or two oh, years yeah. ago. Um, yeah. It feels very much the same as that, where I'm like, if you're going to make a statement song, make it good at least. Like, make it, yeah. like, I think this song charted for one week, maybe. Maybe two it was not on there for very long, and then it dipped. Um, I wonder part of the reason it charted was because it was, like, so controversial and everyone was, like, talking about uh, it. Yeah, I'm sure. But, I, yeah, it's just, yeah. it's not a good song. What is, what's Jason Aldean know for? Like, what's his big hit? Um, I Like, I recognize the name. Like, I'm James Dean. Because I recognize the artist. I just. Back road, back, what's it called? Dirt Road Anthem? Dirt Road Anthem. Okay. You got me. Uh, she's Country? I don't know. Yeah, you would know Dirt Road Anthem. Okay. If you yeah. just play, just play like this, find the chorus of it, you would know it. Okay. I mean, he's very much like, he does a lot of songs that are very like bro country songs, yeah. which a lot of men do in country. Um, right. And I think his voice is decent, but it's just, it's lyrically, it's not a great song and it doesn't flow well. It's no. just very odd. No. It's just, Even if it wasn't controversial, it would still be a bad yeah, song. Yeah, it's still just not good. 
on all fronts. It does also, that doesn't help with it very clearly making no. a statement and... Can I just say thank God that um, Applebee's man is not here this year? <laughs> Fancy like Applebee's, Applebee's on a Friday night. Uh, I can't remember what. Scott Wallen? Some, or Scott Walker? Morgan. Scott Morgan? Oh, Morgan Wallen. No, I'm kidding. It was... Scott something, right? No, I think it was... Uh, Actually, I, I have my list. Walker. Walker. It's on my... Walker Hayes. Was it 2021 or 20... It was 2021. It's Walker Hayes. Walker Hayes? It's okay. Walker Hayes. All right. Okay, let's move into good. Yeah. Because I'm over the bad. Yeah. I would like to do an honorable mention to Taylor Swift. Me too. Because yeah, me too. I couldn't do... I felt weird to do her song from Midnight's because it came out in October. I completely agree. Um, It felt weird to do her songs from Speak Now because while it is re-recorded, it's not necessarily a song of this summer. I agree with that. And a lot of the songs from that charted weren't really songs I would consider like a song of the summer. They're good songs, don't get yes. me wrong. Um, and Cruel Summer obviously was from a couple years ago. So yeah, a lot of these songs I couldn't consider a song of the summer. So I would like to give her a shout out. Yes. I would also like to give a shout out to uh, Favorite Song by Tusi. Tusi? 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 T-O-O-S-I-I? Tusi? Tusi, I think. Um, it was a song called Favorite Song, and it was really good, but it's, like, slower, and it didn't really give me a summer vibe, but it was a really good song. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then, you know, shout out to Carol G. Carol G's great. Yeah. I didn't put any on my list, but I, I like Carol G as yeah. an artist, so. Yeah. Um. Yeah, shout out to the woman. Um. Yeah, so uh, I kind of did the same thing. I had a couple songs I didn't include because I... Like, for instance, SZA, I thought about Kill Bill, but I've been listening to that since last year, yeah. so that one felt like I couldn't really put that on there. Um, I, I did really like the Something in the Orange by Zach Bryan. I did actually really like that song, but it didn't give me, like, hey, summer vibes. Right. I did want, once. Zach Bryan. So, yeah, he so, has a good voice. Yeah. Um, I wanted to give a shout out to that. I had a really hard time. There are a lot of female artists that I almost mm-hmm. made the list that ended up not. Specifically, just because... It might be on your list, but uh, specifically Olivia Rodrigo. Um, if I was a teenager right now, she'd be my favorite artist. Like yeah. she gives such like Avril like girlfriend, Avril, but like, also like Taylor, like Swift. Taylor Swift, and almost like, like Kelly Clarkson, Kelly like Breakaway, Pink. She gives like yeah. encompasses that like era of music that I really liked, and like yeah. Bad Idea was like almost on my. It was number six. It like just yeah. just skimmed the bottom. Um, so, but she's killing it, doing great. Keep up the good yep. work. Um, I love, there's a meme where it's like people over 20, 25 year old, like women listening to Olivia Rodrigo and it's like mm-hmm. a woman running up and like kicking a trash can and then running away. Cause it's like, yeah, yeah. it is. Yeah. It honestly I was is. like, that feels too accurate. Um, but anyway, yeah. So I had a couple, a couple other female artists, um, that didn't make the list, but were pretty close. I had, I had a really hard yeah. time picking. Um, it was a hard, hard uh, top. There was a lot of really good songs. Yeah. Um, it was hard. Which is not never a bad thing, but it's hard to pick. Yes. Okay. Agree. Well, speak of number oh. five, Bad Idea, right, by Olivia Rodrigo. It's just such a, like, a... It feels, it feels if, right. If right. you remember when Girlfriend oh, came out God. and no, we were like... Motherfucking Princess, oh, yeah. Yes. Same. It's just like that epitome. Hannah and I have talked about this, oh. uh, not on the podcast, but Vampire, which also didn't yes. make my list, but also great. Fame Fame fucker. Fu- Bloodsucker, fame fucker gives, I'm, hell yeah, I'm the motherfucking princess vibes. Um, <sighs> she is just... Yeah, I know for sure my, would have been my yeah. favorite artist. And I don't... If I was, and even yeah. now, like, I, I just enjoy it. Yeah. I just like no, the rage. She, I think I just, she makes very... 
interesting pop music like that yeah. fills a fills a gap that hasn't really been filled in a while yeah. like at least more modernly for the most part it it's it's interesting how she can make like modern music that reminds me so much yes. of like the 2000s yeah. like the artists yes. we just mentioned right and um yeah i think she does a lot of things lyrically that are really impressive mm-hmm. i think she takes a lot of like melody like she mixes it up a lot yeah. which i really appreciate her right. album i haven't listened to the uh, whole thing guts, her new album yeah guts but um i've heard a couple songs and they're all very different yeah and but they work together so right. yeah i think olivia rodrigo has made my list she was on my list i think in 2021 she was on with um uh, good for you good for you yeah and i just think she's a very interesting artist and yeah. uh support Got my support. Yeah. I had a, such a hard time between picking between the two songs that w- will be number five and six. So um, it was very, very close. Yes. A game time decision was made. Number five is Cruel Summer by Taylor Swift. I kind of alluded to this earlier and I was wondering if you'd pick yeah. up on this. I'd never heard the song before yeah. this summer. Again, I'm a half Taylor Swift fan. I pick and choose. I, I, I get my little raccoon paws. 1989. Oh, I gobbled that up. And then um, Nevermore and... Um, God, I've already... Evermore. Evermore. And the folk... Willow. Willow. Uh, no. Folk, uh, folklore. Folklore. Those two, I got... I get, get my grubby little paws in there. And then Midnight's, I also... I got a little... I got a little raccoon in there. But, I, you know, I pick and choose. I miss this one. Yeah. And reading about it, because I'm like, why didn't... This never charted. This never was, like, a song of a summer, ever. Like, it, the year it came out... I was listening to the radio in 2018. Yeah. Never heard it. Which is confusing, because this is, like, has everything that would be a charting well-received taylor swift song and clearly it is since it charted all this summer i think it gained a newfound popularity because of her tour um Mm. i believe is the reason for the most part why but it's a good song i really like it cruel summer is a really underrated song and i think um i i when lover came out i listened Mm -hmm. to it a ton so i've heard that album through a lot of times yeah um, but people always are surprised that Cruel Summer wasn't like a single of hers or like yeah, a bigger hit right. because um, it, it definitely has like a really big, it, it is very much a song of summer. The only reason I can't pick it is because right. I've been listening yeah. to that song for multiple which is, summers which is now. Very so uh, I had to go off my experience, but yeah. Yeah. Because uh, I respect yeah, it though. New for me. So respect song of the summer for me. Cool. Okay. This is called, uh, it's, it is an abbreviation of Un Porciento. Which means one okay. percent. Okay, by Grupo Frontera and Bad Bunny. Uh, un X one hundred two, the abbreviation. Yes, un percent por, si- um, por ciento. Excuse me. I've heard Bad Bunny stuff. I've never heard any of Grupo Frontera stuff. This song just like I was driving one night and like the sun was going down and like the, I had the windows rolled down. I was like, oh, it's such a perfect driving song. So also like I can picture myself sitting outside like drinking like a little beverage or like being out on the boat and just like listening to this it just got such like a good sound to it and it's so soothing and just nice very nice yeah you might hear that one again maybe yeah hard to say all right number four i have boys a liar part two uh by pink panthers featuring ice spice um this song feels a little cheaty for me because I've been listening to this song since maybe February, March, but I still like it and I still listen to it. And so I feel like I can include it on the list. I like the flow. It's a pretty short song. It's only about two minutes mm-hmm. long. I do like Ice Spice. Um, she's kind of an up and coming newer um, rapper within the past year or so. 
I'm really not familiar with Pink Panthers um, outside no. of this song, but I like her her voice as well. I think it's just it's like very like it's very upbeat, it's very forward. Kind of almost sounds like a video game in the background. Like the, yeah. the backing feels a little like music boxy uh, video game ish. So yeah, I really like it, and it and I kept being like, can I include it? Because I've been listening to it for so long, but I'm like, I still like it the same. And it, technically, it did come out this year, or like I yeah. heard it this year, so I was like, okay, I feel like I can include it. Yeah, I I was so sad I caught it. I it made it towards the end, but I just like there was just too many good songs. Um, but I really enjoyed it too. Yeah. Um, as well. Number three is Dial Drunk. Um, Noah Kahan with Post Malone. I was so excited. I texted Alyssa, I think, to say that I was so excited that um, Noah was on this list because I've been listening to his music for like a couple of years, and he got really big this this year. I know he like had a tour that sold out, and um, I really, really like. Oh my god! Sorry. Hold on. <laughs> this song's restarting. I really like his um, his music, his vibe. He's got like a really cool, like folky vibe. He's a really good songwriter. And Stick Season, which actually came out, like, last year, he released, like, an extended edition. Um, That's, like, one of my favorite albums from start to finish. So, yeah, I was just really excited. I always like to see artists that I've liked for years finally get, like, recognition, become, you know, more popular. And I love Post Malone. And I really like Post Malone's addition to this song. Um, I think it's cool. And I really like Chemicals by Post Malone, but Mm -hmm. I had to pick between the two, and I picked this song. Yeah. All right. Number three, we have a match. I also picked Dial Drunk. Um, no, Noah, Noah Kahan. Is that how you pronounce it? Yeah, it's, it's K H A N. So I thought I, was, I think it's Kahan, Kahan. or K- Kian. Kahan. Okay, Kahan. Kahan. Okay, I wasn't sure, so I was waiting for you. I was like, hopefully you'll yeah, do it. I yeah, I think it's Kahan or Khan. Okay, maybe. Noah Kahan Khan with featuring Post Malone. Yeah, so you've mentioned this artist to me before. Yes. Um, and I'm not. I'm still not super familiar with a lot of his work, but I, I you know, you talked about him, and then when I was doing the list, I was like, oh, this is the artist that Hannah really likes. And I was like, with Post Malone, that's interesting. And this is like. The subgenre of like country adjacent that I do really like. I'm I'm mm-hmm. pretty big into folk, like um, Lord Huron, that mm-hmm. kind of vibe. I can I can get with. Uh, that's as close to country that I like actively listen to, um, like folksy kind of blues stuff like that. But yeah, yeah this song's fun. It's a fun song. Yeah. Um, I like the again. I agree. Post Malone was a really good yeah. choice, which he doesn't usually do this type of stuff with his no, own. Nobody sounds so good, on but it, it works really well. Yeah. And I agree. I also liked Chemicals. I Post Malone was on my list. I think 2021, yeah. maybe 2022. Um, yeah, because you had him with what's that song he has with that female artist mm. from last year? I can't remember. Was it with what it was Doja called. Cat? Yeah. Oh, what um, song was that? Uh, um, he did have a song with Doja Cat last year. I, know. I like you. I like you, yeah. yeah. Yes, yes. I think mm-hmm. he's he's fun. But yeah, together, I, th- I thought it was a really fun song. Um, so I'll have to listen to more of his music. Um, yeah, Post Malone has a cover of Only Want to Be With You that I'm obsessed oh, with. by Hootie? Yeah. Oh, okay. You have to listen to that. Oh, no, um, I want to be with you. Yeah, it was from the Pokemon movie, I think. He recorded it for that. A new Pokemon movie? Uh, Detective Pikachu. Oh, movie? that movie. Okay, yeah. Haven't seen it, but okay, gotcha. Interesting. Anyways. Okay. But yeah, it's yeah. a good cover. So he, he can do like some folky yeah. stuff like that. Well, because he has um a couple songs of his first album, like I think it's Whitney, is a kind of like a slower, mm-hmm. like right. sad kind of bout. So kind of like, that's why I'm like, it makes sense he can do that stuff because he's right. kind of had a little bit of like that kind of like, I think it's Whitney yeah. is what that But it's just, called. yeah, it's fun. And I think they f- sounded cool together and. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Okay. This is like the ultimate, I can do my own thing, I'm mm-hmm. independent, I don't need a man 
I don't need anyone yeah. song. I've been listening to it the entire summer. Can you say what the um, song was? Because you didn't. Oh, yes. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. I was like, I know what the song is because I heard I it. I forgot but, that we cut all that out. But uh, number two is Flowers by Miley Cyrus, okay. which is a song I've been listening to all summer. I love it. I love Miley Cyrus. I love her voice. Um, she also had um, Used to Be Used Young. Used to Be Young, yeah. Which I do like the song. I just don't know that it's, it's like a song. Sad. It's a sad. It's song. It's very sad. And it's yeah. very like um, I I did like I did enjoy the song and I liked the like music video thing she put out for it. Um, but yeah, I just think it's a cool song. And it's just like a song I can bop to in the car and feel good about myself. Yeah, I have sorry to say, Hannah, that this was a song I listened to too much and I got sick of it by the yeah, time I came to summer yeah. and I heard it everywhere. So I did like the song. I appreciate it, but. I haven't really listened to it much this summer because I it did, heard it too much. Uh, it did come out before summer and also was all yeah. over like Instagram and stuff, but I do enjoy yeah. it still. So no, I think it's, I'm, I'm a fan of Miley Cyrus. I like what she does. I support her endeavors in music. Yeah, this, uh, I also, Hannah's number four song yes. I have is number two. It's um, Un Por Ciento, uh, mm-hmm. Grupo Frontera and Bad Bunny. Um, I've had Bad Bunny on my list before. I think he was on my list last year with the song, because I was just looking at that playlist, Mi Porto Bonito, that was out last summer. So I had his song, what? I just remembered your comments to me about Bad Bunny that we could No, I also, you know what I also thought about were my comments I made about Bad Bunny and then we had to get rid of because I could not verify if that I was left, true I left, I have the file still. I know. I, I, Hannah, I don't know if someone lied to me or if the internet has wiped that information. I don't know. Unclear. Okay. Either way, well. uh, I'm not going to say that now. In Songs of the Summer, there will be songs mm-hmm. that I'm familiar with and I'll be like, okay, yeah, I like the song, I'll include on the list. And then every year there's always like one or two songs that I'll hear Mm-hmm. once and i'm like that's yeah. like that's probably gonna be on my list and i'll add immediately and this was that song this is i heard this song and i went whoa i like this song i like the combination of the two um yeah mm-hmm. i don't know anything about group of group of fontera i've not heard anything about them but this song like like hit and i was like yes this is it this is a song i really like um so yeah i'm on board i support yeah i had never heard it until it was on this list uh yeah. the first time i heard it and i heard it and i was like oh wow I immediately was like, this has to be yeah. in my, at least yeah. in consideration. Yeah. Okay, number one, as far as I'm concerned, <laughs> there's only one right answer. Number one is Dance the Night um, from Barbie the Album by Dua Lipa. It's just such a summer song. And I would say Barbie, I'm just saying the name because whatever. It was this, I would say that was the movie of the summer. And they had quite a few songs from the movie on this list yes. uh, that made it into the top. And rightfully yes. so. But this is the one from the movie that, like, feels like such a song of the summer. And it's, like, it's got a lot of, like, jazz, like, disco, um, disco vibes. Disco. And, and Dua Lipa's great. And uh, I'll just say now this is also my number one song. Okay. Uh, so okay. we can just talk about it. We were in um, agreement. <laughs> last year, my number one song was About Damn Time, which is essentially yes. the same song. It's the it same is. vibe. So I'm like, is it really a surprise? This is also my number one of this yeah. year. Yeah. It's just um, such a good beat. I, it's, like... It makes yeah. me happy. For me, oh. a lot of a lot of times for me, song in the summer is something that I can dance to, or like if I'm driving, yeah. like I wanna I wanna move and I wanna you know I wanna vibe, and this hits. Like I heard yeah. this song and I was at the movie when we saw the movie, and I was like, yes, yes, and like Dua yeah. Lipa's great, love Dua Lipa, yeah. fit perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a very like it's a fun song. It gets you like yeah. the beat's great. I love the disco vibes. I'm here for it. Um, the revival of that disco like has been like mm-hmm. th- thriving. I've been thriving in that the past like two, three yes. years. 
when I was going through my songs, I was like, what do I think is going to be number one? And I kept just coming back to this. I was like, I think it's going to be this song. I think when I saw it was on the list, I kind of knew because I I remember when I heard it thinking like, wow, this is such like a fun song. And to me, a song of the summer is like, like you said, like a song you can just like dance in your car to Mm -hmm. or like dance in your apartment to or whatever. And... I remember seeing a video about making this song, and they said when they first made it, it just didn't sound right. It just wasn't what they were looking for. They, like, completely redid and added, like, the disco Mm -hmm. elements, and it's just, it's, yeah, it's just such a good song, and yeah, it's just Also, um, I know Mark Ronson produced most of the music for that album, um, which he's famously did a lot of work with uh, Amy Winehouse. um, Yes. So he's a good pro- musical producer he's worked with a lot of artists but i'm glad we had the same number one me too i know we had three songs of our five were the same song yeah which, which is most years we've had pretty different we had lists. pretty diverse lists like usually we have like at least one overlap yeah. but that's about it so yeah. i'm you know that's fine that works nice. for me okay so running through my least favorite uh worst songs of the summer number five suicide doors number three is religiously or sorry, number four is religiously. Number three, thinking about me. Two, fiend. One, try that in a small town. Uh, my best number five was bad idea, right? For uh, un un por ciento un por ciento un por ciento. Uh, three, dial drunk. Two, flowers. One, dance the night. Yeah, and then I had for my worst number five, thinking about. Me by Morgan Wallen, uh, Richmond, North of Richmond, Oliver Anthony Music, Next Thing You Know, Jordan Davis, I'm Good, parentheses blue, by David Guetta and Baby Rexa, and then Try That in a Small Town by Jason Aldean. And then for my best, I have number five, Cruel Summer by Taylor Swift, uh, Boys a Liar Part Two by Pink Panthers and Ice Spice, uh, Dial Drunk, uh, Noah Kahan, Khan, Kahan, whatever, Khan. with Post Malone. Un Porciento with Grupo Frontera and Bad Bunny. And then number one, Dance the Night uh, by Dua Lipa from the Barbie movie soundtrack. Yeah, overall a solid list. Solid um, list. It was it was nice. It was definitely a couple songs that I didn't know about that now I'm going to add to a playlist. Yeah. So love that. Now, here's my, um, here's my argument, Hannah. Dial Drunk only charted in 30 in the 20 to 30 range yeah it never went above 20 so if we didn't do yeah. hot 30 we wouldn't have gotten we this, wouldn't have had it which was both in our both of our number ones uh, or yeah. both in our number our top fives so there's that aspect that i like i feel like that happens every year where, where there's one song that i wouldn't have gotten unless we did 30 so there's that you know have to think about that next year um, yeah, we'll have to consider it. we have time yeah there's got a whole year but yeah we got it out uh we recorded it in the month that it and it was supposed to be recorded in so that's a positive uh i take that as a real win for us yeah we did it we have our instagram our twitter kind um, kind of uh, if they make us pay kind of we're twitter. we're deleting that so maybe don't rely um, on twitter our, e- our gmail our three podcasts at gmail.com our letterbox um, account letterbox account yeah we'll be back soon with something <laughs> some october fun happy fall y'all happy fall bye bye we would like to thank joseph mcdade for our intro music he provides free music available for all kinds of creative use the song that we used is called sunrise expedition and you can find it and his other music on his website, josephmcdade.com. If you would like to reach us, you can email us at r3podcasts at gmail.com. 
That's R, the number three, P-O-D-C-A-S-T-S at gmail.com. Or you can find us on Instagram by searching research rank repeat. Okay, I'm going to grab my pillow really quick. I, my back is a little, sorry. It's right here. It's on my couch. I just, my back is a little sore today, so I want my, my cushion secure my back.